As you grow as a leader, yes, I want you to develop your skill in Scrum or Agile or whatever your framework happens to be, but don't neglect developing your essential leader nature. This year, I want you to focus on keeping it simple. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hope you're having a great week. What's going on for you? I hope you're getting up every day and changing lives and doing cool stuff. Things that make you feel fulfilled. Things that move you closer to your personal and team vision. Well, every once in a while, we got to bring the Ferrari into the garage, though, don't we? It's time for a tune-up. So let me give you a little bit of a tune-up this week. I want you to bring things back to their essential nature. Before we do that, let's take a minute to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works. Relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unstoppable force in this industry. Now, if this helps you, don't forget to tell your friends. All right, let's take a moment today and notice how much time you spend building up rules and processes and procedures, how much time you spend managing your work in an Excel spreadsheet, how much time you spend conforming to some system that, yeah, is probably designed to elicit a specific result, some reliable outcome, but at the same time inhibits or hampers your ability to flow as a team. Lately, I've been watching some teams do some stuff in a spreadsheet, like manage their backlog. And there's something about that simple table grid that makes us feel so empowered because we've got limitless columns where we can add as much data as we feel we need to in order to feel that safety and that certainty. But then when you try to move an item up and down the backlog, you know, nothing slides in Excel, right? You got to copy, insert, paste. And so we lose the essential nature. The joy of being an agile product owner is your ability to be flexible and adaptive and to simply move the chess pieces around on the board whenever you want. You know what I think? I think there's too many templates and too many tools as it is. So when that starts to happen to you, when you feel like you're losing control of getting control, like your templates and your frameworks might be piling up and taking on a life of their own, you got to reel it back to the fundamentals. So let me help you do that. Now, this is why we created the Badass Agile Way. Simple rules to align yourself to so that you can be effective in any situation, any arena. Let's go through them. First, get visionary. Whether you're on a new project or if you're in the middle of an existing one, start with intention. Know your outcomes. Do you truly understand what your product owner wants and what they're trying to do? What outcomes are they looking to get and how are they measuring themselves? How are they being measured by others? Once you understand that, it's much easier to counsel them on how to manage their backlog. And hey, they need to be aware of it too. The chances are good that people are not used to working from a visionary perspective. So make sure that they have those outcomes locked and loaded. 
But you can also begin other things with intention, too. Every meeting you attend, every day that you begin, every session that you're part of, every coaching opportunity that you have, maybe even every conversation you engage in, should begin with an intention. What do you want to get out of this interaction? How will you know if you've done it well? Being visionary forces you to be other-focused. It forces you to live in somebody else's frame, even if for a very short period of time. But let me tell you a secret. If you do those things, you do not need a spreadsheet to manage quality. Why? Because when you're visionary, when you're other-focused, when you're intentional about your work, you're starting from a place of service. And when you're starting from a place of service, you can't lose. People will tell you if you've missed a detail. People will tell you if there's a tweak or an adjustment or more information that you need. Leadership is not about transactions. It's about interactions. So make sure that those interactions at every scale are purposeful, visionary, and service-oriented. All right, the next step in the ladder is to get focused. Now, focused work means so many things. But you know, when it's tune-up time, let's focus on the heavy hitters. Here's what I notice. When dealing with transformation, whether it's personal transformation, whether it's team transformation, whether it's organizational transformation, have you noticed that people get so ambitious that they're all over the map? Because they're not focused, they start rowing in all directions rather than unifying the team and rowing in a single direction. Now, those mistakes can be toxic, they can cost you time, and they can scare the team off of your agile approach, which isn't good. Let us remember to be focused. Number one, the single most important thing you can do to reduce overwhelm and fear in a team is to focus on the one thing. What is the one thing that we need to focus on today, this week? that will move us closer to our ultimate vision and goal. Remember to take a thousand push-ups and just knock out the first 10. We're all attracted to the ambition and the glory of the thousand, but the reality is, once you start pumping, your perception of your limitations and your capabilities take hold. And as soon as we recognize that a thousand ain't easy, we have a tendency to quit. We have a tendency to panic. Hold your teams fast and get them focused on just the first 10. We all want to transform overnight. We all want to get as good as we can as soon as we can, but the reality is that model's not sustainable. It takes discipline to just focus on the first 10. And if the first 10's too hard, guess what you got to do? That's right. You got to narrow the focus to the first five or the first three or the first one. Because what your team needs to get conditioned into is winning. So give them something they can win and then focus on increasing incrementally over time. How do you do that? Well, whether you're talking about your product backlog or your personal backlog or your team improvement backlog, find a high priority item that will make an impact, make a difference, and get people to deliver what they can as soon as they can. See, when you overwhelm yourself with ambition, the moment you hit your first blocker, the moment you hit your first delay, we get discouraged. And that's where the darkness of the quitting mindset takes hold. 
And we have to actively fight against that. So get and deliver some early victories as soon as you possibly can. Now, don't confuse that with lowering the bar. Yeah, you have to learn to accept what is. Sometimes there will be dependencies that you can't control. Sometimes there will be realities that you can't change quickly. And it's important to have the skill of shifting focus and moving to either workarounds or targets that you can hit in the here and now. But here's something else. Do not let go of your will and your desire to radically and savagely break down blockers. You know, sometimes those things that we believe to be true are only true because we believe them. How many times do you say to yourself, I'm not authorized. Who am I to make that call? I'm not allowed to dot, dot, dot. Let me tell you, until you give your teams and the people in your charge the opportunity to give themselves permission to create whatever they want, to do whatever they want, they haven't really experienced what it feels like to be a true badass. All right, what about getting gritty? Well, I'll tell you what, this year, make it your focus to give your teams and the individuals in it some unique challenges. Give them opportunities to shine, to contribute, to grow. Let them bring forth their ideas. Enable them to try experiments and get the people around them to support them and cheer them on. Let them experience failure. Let them try things and have it not work. But let them own and celebrate the glory of endeavor and of crashing and burning sometimes. Let them face hard challenges. And let them fail not so they can have a dose of reality and pain, but so they can experience what doesn't work so they can quickly move on to what does. What I'm talking about here is the grit and the courage that it takes to be a true innovator, to experiment. Now, that's a job that's not limited to the product owner or to the people in power. Everyone in the room is free to engineer solutions, is free to come up with ideas, is free to dip a toe in the water and see what happens. So encourage and celebrate those behaviors this year. And the last big part of the Badass Agile way is to get humble and get flexible. Find opportunities for your team to experience and see openness. As a leader, you're going to have to go first. Encourage brutal feedback. Insist on suggestions for improvement. And don't let people get away with the simple stuff, the easy stuff. That doesn't serve anybody. Have you ever had someone in your team say, I think these retrospectives are a waste of time? Or, why are we doing these things? That's because there's not enough brutal feedback. Everything is designed to keep people's feelings intact. But you already know that doesn't serve anybody. What we need is real insight. We need real critical examination of what's working and what's not working. Because most people don't know where their gaps are. And that includes you, and that includes me. So I don't know about you, but I'd rather have people shine a light on the things that I can't see. Because every opportunity to fill one of those gaps makes me better. So here's a phrase I'm training all of my teams on this year. The simple words, thank you for making me better. Anytime someone gives you a hard challenge, even if you have a boss bringing a beat down, 
that isn't fair, that you definitely don't want, I want you to say in your mind or out loud, thank you for making me better. Oh man, what could change if we said that every single time we faced defeat, we faced our own limitations? How could we grow? How could we change? So there's my guidance for simplicity in the upcoming year. Get visionary means start everything with intention. Getting focused, control the overwhelm by knocking out those 10 push-ups and get to small victory right away. Getting gritty means experiment and encourage others to try, fail, learn, and grow. And finally, when it comes to getting humble and getting flexible, the most important thing is welcome opportunities for others to make you better. All right. I want to hear your feedback on this stuff, guys. Does this help you? Does this inspire you? Does this allow you to bring something new to your teams? Chime in. You can reach out at badassagile.com. You can find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. And listen, I'm so very grateful for each and every one of you. The growth that we're seeing once again is incredible. And I'm humbled by the opportunity to make even a small impact in each of your lives. So thank you for tuning in. Keep it up. I'll see you next time. And until then, stay badass.